Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Podcast Network Asia. You're listening to Project Loving Myself Podcast, a well-being podcast that shares stories of self-love, mental fortitude, and self-discovery. Hosted by life designer and well-being coach, Sanaya Gurnamal. Hi, I'm Sanaya Gurnamal, and this is the Project Loving Myself Podcast. Join me each week as we navigate through aha moments, new ideas, and flashes of insight from candid conversations that inspire you to get started on your own project of loving yourself. Because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. You matter. This is Project Loving Myself. There, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another heartwarming episode of Project Loving Myself. We'll talk about the incredible power of manifesting love through personal stories of transformation and self discovery. And we're getting up close and personal today as I open up with you about how I designed, created, and launched my dream program called Soulmate Magnet. A journey that started with a single spark and grew into a blazing fire of love and empowerment. But wait, let's start at the beginning. A decade of relationships that just didn't align. A series of heartbreaks and a realization that the common denominator in all these toxic relationships was, well, me. And that's how my story begins. But fast forward a bit, and I found myself on my own eat, pray, love journey. I may be no Julia Roberts, but I had that deep inner expedition that took me from sinking into the relationship quicksand to scaling my very own Mount Everest, my childhood. So I get it, the endless cycle of wrong relationships or none at all, the sense of hopelessness that the right one may never come along. That's why I'm here and that's why the Soulmate Magnet program was born. Now let's move forward to the single event that propelled my soulmate adventures into the limelight. Yes, you heard it right here. It was a particular soulmate manifestation that ignited the spark. Enter Ellen Adarna, Filipino celebrity, influencer, and actress, who graciously joined me on the Project Loving Myself podcast. We had a soulful conversation about her healing journey, failed relationships, and mental health challenges. But it didn't end there. In a spontaneous twist of fate, we engaged in a soulmate manifestation exercise on the podcast episode that led to one of the most beautiful love stories. 
At the end of our episode, I mentioned to Ellen that she would meet someone within three months. Two months after this spontaneous soulmate manifestation, Ellen's path crossed with actor Derek Ramsey, and their love story unfolded in a whirlwind, capturing hearts everywhere. They tied the knot just a few months later, leaving social media buzzing with their unexpected love journey. This soulmate manifestation didn't just make headlines, it lit a fire within me. The flood of messages from women eager to experience the same magic was overwhelming. But here's the thing. Manifesting a soulmate isn't about wishful thinking alone. It's about clearing the path for a love that's meant to be. On my quest to help single women break free from the chains of wrong relationships and unfulfilled love lives, I had learned that you can only manifest your soulmate if you have cleared enough past baggage that it won't get in the way of attracting the right kind of love to you. And Ellen, well, she had done a lot of inner work, which is why when I scanned her on air, she was ready for a soulmate manifestation. But yet, for most other people, they haven't gone through that inner journey. They haven't done the inner work that is necessary for a person to be both ready for their soulmate and not screw that relationship up. As I looked around, I realized that what these amazing women needed was more than just advice. They needed a powerful shift in their mindset and a pathway to self-love that would ultimately lead them to attract their soulmates effortlessly. So I set out on a mission, armed with a decade of experience and insights from the women that I've already guided. I mean, I've been working with women on relationship issues and soulmates for over 14 years. But after Ellen's manifestation, I worked on meticulously crafting the Soulmate Magnet Program. This structured step-by-step journey empowers women to become the kind of person who not only attracts a soulmate, but is also ready to embrace that love wholeheartedly. After beta testing and fine-tuning the program with an amazing group of women, I knew it was time to share this magic with the world. The first launch was a revelation, as women not only found love, but also uncovered a deeper love for themselves. It was clear, self-love is the key to attracting a soulmate. You must love yourself as deeply and as fiercely as you desire to be loved by a partner. And today, I'm thrilled to introduce you to three incredible women who have just completed the Soulmate Magnet program this July. Their personal stories are a testament to the transformative power of releasing, healing, and embracing self-love. Get ready to be inspired because these women are about to share their journeys of finding love within themselves. So let's welcome on our episode today, these self-love warriors and explore the magic of the soulmate magnet journey. Get ready to be moved, empowered, and reminded that you, my dear listener, deserve to be loved. Let's begin. Welcome to the Project Loving Myself podcast, Michelle Ramos, 
Hi, Sanaya. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to Project Loving Myself. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And second, we have Claudine Alfonso. Hello, Sanaya. Hi, Claudine. Welcome to the show. And finally, we have with us Diane Tolentino. Hi, Sanaya. Hi, everyone. So welcome, girls, and thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you about your journey, especially because I'm going to be talking to you as someone who's interviewing you on how your experience was. So welcome once again. Now let's start with what made you want to enroll in the Soulmate Magnet program in the first place? I mean, between the three of you, Michelle, you know me from before as a student. Claudine, you've never had a session with me or you've never been a student. So it was entirely new for you. And in fact, healing and well-being and any of these you know, classes is also pretty new for you. And for you, Diane, you had never heard of me, never worked with me, nothing like that. So we've got like different perspectives between the three of you. So let's start with Michelle, someone who already knew me, you know, as a, a teacher and an instructor and a healer. Yeah, I was actually part of the beta program, right? We, when you actually were starting this and it's not a, actually a what, um, why did I join, but it was the timing actually. So when you sent me the message asking me about the follow-up, if I'm going to join, I actually forgot that I signed up. But then at that time, I was actually on a travel date with someone and I was struggling, lost, and very confused of why is this not how it's how I imagine it to be. So I knew when you messaged me at that time, the answer is yes to join the program. Because I was in that state of mind or situation. Amazing. So it was a timing thing for you, Michelle. Okay, Claudine, yeah. tell us about your perspective. What made you sign up for Soulmate Magnet? Actually, Michelle is right, timing as well. But for me, at first, I really wanted to, um, to do a healing journey for myself. I really wanted to um, meet my most compatible soulmate. And then that decision, um, that decision to really uh, indulge myself to self improvement is the reason why I joined the program, not knowing what to expect, of course. And then before I have past uh, past toxic relationships that convince me to do life without love or not enter to into relationship and to enjoy my life and to accept that relationship are some some kind of hard at some point and then the pandemic hit basically claudine for you it was like i've been through so many you know so much pain heartbreak i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to do yes that's where you were yes okay and then i look okay, into this program and then um the, then the pandemic hits and then uh, i'm just staying at home and then um i realized that um doing life with with your someone or with your soulmate is kind of uh, entering into my life at, at that moment and then i see this um this um notification from you that you have this program and then that's why i started to look into this program and then invest on, on it so you wanted to get out of relationships because it was hard 
But then after the pandemic, you're like, it's way too hard to do life without one. And that's what made you come into the program. Okay. And how about you, Diane? What was going on in your life that made you want to sign up for a, you know, a, a program to manifest love? Yeah. So for me, um, I'm a person of faith and I realize every time I pray, I always ask, you know, the universe, God, higher being without even realizing that maybe I can be the answered prayer to someone. Yes. What steps do I need to take then to actually go there? And then I came across, I know, Sanaya, we haven't worked together, but I've been following you since I've heard you in the eavesdrop podcast. And I, I remember just thinking, you know, maybe it's time that I will work with myself more. And then I saw your post on Instagram. And that's just how it started. So for all three of you, it was kind of, you know, it, it wasn't something you really thought about. It just sort of naturally happened in kind of a synchronous way, correct? Yeah? Okay, I'm getting head nods, so uh, I'll take your word for that. Now tell me something. Let's talk a little bit about what was happening in your love life before the program, right? Like, tell me about dating experiences, dating history, relationship history. You know, what was your relationship with yourself like? Because it's really about these three things, right? relationship with yourself, your dating or relationship history, and how you felt about relationships. So tell me about that. We'll start with you, Diane. Yep. Um, so for me, um, when I joined the Soulmate Mag Magnet program, I'm healing from a eight-year relationship. So that was like two years after the breakup. It was a good, it was a good relationship. I've learned a lot. It's just more of circumstances. So then I thought when I moved to another country to pursue, you know, what I'd love to do, I realized I tend to attract broken people. And then I reflected more because I'm quite, even though I'm, I'm an extrovert, I actually love reflecting. And then I realized, oh, maybe I haven't really fully healed yet. So what's going on was I've attracted different kinds of people as I always compare them to my past. So I'm not really living the present. I'm always like, oh, this should have happened or all these things. And I realized uh, after two years of dating um, in another country, I realized, you know, maybe I need to just take a break and really understand why it's the same pattern every time. It's like, but different men. So I thought, okay, maybe it's really, uh, and as what you said, Tanaya, the common, the common person among all those, it's not even a relationship. It's just almost a relationship. Um, the common thing was me. And I thought it's time to actually reflect. Yeah. Amazing. And, and I think that's always the first step, right? Diane is like, when you see a negative pattern happening in your relationships, like you're in relationships, they always cheat on you or you feel insecure in all your relationships, or it just ends badly, or there's communication issues or trust issues. When you see the same thing happening over and over again with different people, it's not them. They're not the problem. It's clearly, you know, us. The problem is within, essentially. Um, so yeah, for anyone who's going through you know, some challenges in their relationships and you have something similar happening across relationships, not even just 
with all your romantic relationships, but maybe with other people in your life, family members, friends, but you've got something similar happening. That means it's not about them. It's about you. Okay. And like you said, Diane, it's about, you know, going, uh, going inward, doing some introspection and trying to figure out what is going on here. Okay. Michelle, how about you? Relationships. I'm quite opposite of Diane because I'm somebody who wasn't in a long-term relationship or never in a long-term relationship. And initially, I initially I dreamed before that by this age, I'm going to be married and have kids and all that. But then it didn't happen. And then you keep getting pressure from people around you. And then you suddenly like, what you feel so much more is pressure of why is this happening for me? Why is this happening for other people? And for somebody like, as you said, Sanai, I've been working on myself for a while because I've been uh, doing data healing for a while. But this is uh, like a, a mystery to me. Why is this happening? Like even all of the work that I did. So that was like how I entered like the program. That's how I was I, as, as I entered the program. You know, Michelle, I have a, a memory that came up as you were talking. Funny memory, actually, now that I think about it. But I remember that I was in my 20s and all my friends started to have boyfriends or get engaged, get married. Like everybody was kind of moving on in that phase of their life where I was like, oh, I'm working. I'm having a good time. Like, you know, I wasn't thinking about having to settle down, but everybody else was, right? And I remember that my parents, I, I, I can't even remember if it was my mom or my dad, probably it was both of them in different ways. But I remember they said something to me. They said something like, if you're going to be so choosy, because in their, like in their perspective, they thought I was just fussy or too choosy, you know? And they're like, if you're going to be so choosy, you're going to end up on the sale rack and nobody wants you. You're like that, you know, you're like the clothes that don't sell, end up on the sale rack and nobody wants to buy it. It has to go off to like, you know, the outlet or something like that. And it keeps getting marked down. And I remember being like, like so offended, like what? You're comparing me to like clothes and I'm on a sale rack, you know? I remember just being like, um, that's like not, you know, of course not, you know? And I was kind of mad at my parents for saying that. But sure enough, between 20 and 30, you know, the years passed by and I never found that person, you know, and I, over the course of that decade, I remember questioning myself, you know, were they right? Was I too choosy? Was I asking for too much? You know, was I looking for the wrong things? You know, you kind of get caught up in it or you get you start to believe other people, maybe they're right and you're wrong because you're still single and they're not, right? <laughs> so I remember, you know, hearing things from other people and, you know, looking at what was happening around me and saying, maybe there's something wrong with me. So I kind of connect with what you said. Claudine, how about you? What was the, you mentioned a little bit earlier, right? That there was a lot of heartbreak. Tell me a little bit about that. Like, what were you going through? What was, what was the, um, the emotions, the feelings that you had to deal with at that time? For me, my uh, dating experience, looking back, I really don't have anyone on my list that I see myself settling with, just having boyfriend, but no future at all. 
And then um, every relationship with these men are kind of hard, as I, I mentioned a while ago, that it came to a point that I really wanted to be with myself alone. No, no, uh, no, not to date anymore, not to bother find someone. And then uh, actually before the program, I was a five year single already. Yes. Wow. Not, yes. Not, uh, they, I have a suitor, but I don't think that they really, uh, I don't see myself being with them. That's the reason why I stay single. And then, Actually, even with my relationship with my friends and family before the program, it's not that really okay, not really that great. Maybe because I don't love myself that much and which causes me that a lack of confidence on myself. Okay, so let me ask you this, Claudine. Reflecting back to what it was like before the program, let's do a before and after. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good did you feel about yourself before the program? 10 being, I feel, you know, amazing, like 100%. Zero being like, I, ha- I don't like myself at all. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how good did you feel about yourself before the program? Actually, I, could, uh, I have a rituals before the program. So I think 7 or 6. 7? Okay, 6 or 7. And how confident did you feel that you will find the the one, you know, your soulmate? So before the program, how confident did you feel you would find the right person in your life? Before the program, we're only going to do before right now, okay? And then I'm going to ask you at the end of the episode. So before the program, how good did you feel about yourself? That's a 6 or 7 before, right? The program. And how confident were you that you would like attract or find your soulmate in your life? Oh, very low. I don't see anything um, clear that time. Maybe a five or four or three. Okay. Okay. Five, four, three. Like, okay, you're dropping it down every time. Okay. And how about you, Diane? Tell me how good did you feel about yourself? One to 10, 10 being 100%. How good did you feel before the program? Uh, Before the program, I'd say six, but because of what my dating experience, experience here and also it's not just the dating and also the friends uh i would drop it down to four and it's just that i'm not sure why it kept on happening yeah okay and michelle your turn give us your stats your numbers how good about yourself did you feel and okay i know your number is going to be a little bit higher because you are you've been doing theta healing and working on yourself so i'm going to jump to the second question with you how confident did you feel you will find the right person in your life? Before the program, um, it was pretty... Um, wait, let me edit that. Um, you've, as you've mentioned, I've been doing healing like for a while, right? Like I thought I knew or I was confident already that I will meet this person. But then it wasn't, ha- it wasn't happening. And I... Um, I kept being on spaces or people in my life that kept asking me why am I not in a relationship and then they wouldn't even believe that I that I am not actually and then it's it's my confidence like is getting lower each time I encounter somebody in like my family and like my circle of relatives that they're asking me like about my relationship and the questions about getting married you're already at this age so the pressure is diminishing the confidence that I have 
from the healing that I'm that I was doing at the time. Wow. So it was like you were in conflict with yourself. On one hand, you were doing the work, you were getting more empowered. And then on the other hand, it's like everything that was happening around you was creating some stress and pressure. Um, so it was like a battle, right? Like inner battle. Yeah. So it means there's something very still in me that is not like, okay. That's why I keep yeah. attracting this kind of like situation in my yeah. life. Absolutely. The three. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Any of you joined Soulmate Magnet not really knowing what to expect from it, right? Like for me, I've never done a program of this kind before. It was a first major launch, though I've been working on this program, putting it together for over eight months. But the three of you had never done anything like this before and definitely not with me. So what was it like when you signed up and then you got the link to go into your training dashboard? right? You, you saw that there were training videos, there were worksheets attached to each video, there were guided healing meditations, exercises. Like what was that like for you? You know, learning in a different way and, and doing something like about love, self-love and soulmates. And it's all on this platform that, um, that you got as a result of signing up to the program. What was that like? And do you have like any specific experiences or stories um, about that experience? So I'm going to go to you, Michelle. Um, I've been doing different kinds of programs before already, but for Soulmate Magnet, because it's a variety of things, um, I don't feel like it's monotonous. I could even change the pacing or even the, like, the way I'm doing the program. I would do it differently, I think, each, each week. Like I go through the videos first and then I'll journal or I'll read the journal or the questions on the journal first and then I'll do the video. So I like that I can have that option uh, in the program. But I have one specific topic or exercise in that program that I really like, which is the relationship inventory. Because when you ask us to like list all of these relationships and men and then the things that happen in that relationship and then the learning, I realized like my pattern is very clear. Like I'm attracting men 
who are far away from me as much as possible, like physically not in the Philippines. And the other variation that was there is like a man who will just consider me as friends. So in that exercise, I realized how much I am not allowing myself uh, that this relationship can happen, that the things that I'm um, getting into are the reasons why it should not happen. So that's one of the, probably my mem- most memorable exercise in the whole prog- program. Amazing. That's one of my favorite ones too. Um, for me, I'd say um, it's something that I look forward to every week. Because, um, you know, in the platform, you've got a, you know, a video and content. I put it on my TV <laughs> and, I, and I watch you, Senaya, on TV and it's just me, you know, it's like an online learning thing. Sheets are very effective for me because it really digs deep, which I really love. Um, one exercise that, can, that I can literally remember was when, um, I guess, having how to have more empathy with people who have caused you pain in the past. And I I remember sharing this video. I was literally standing up, sitting down, standing up, sitting up. I just can't finish the worksheet just because it's affecting me a lot. And that's when I realized, you know, sometimes we thought we're okay until our body says we're not. And I feel as though that's a pivotal moment for me to actually realize okay just sit and feel it it's okay or jolly about this I just need to accept that this is the shadow that I'm trying to hide from others and it's now exposed and it's fine to have a shadow so I think that's what resonated with me yeah it's all about facing your fears isn't it on my part it was a source of happiness in every training it's like a gift for myself, from myself. <laughs> and then I really enjoy uh, doing all the tra- all the videos, the training, the live call. And then as you can see, I really took time in each module. And then because I have that discernment that I, when I enter this program with clarity that this is uh, for me, that I do this for my own good, not only for the soulmate. Yes, it is a bonus, but it's for me. It's for my own good. Then on, on the module that stand out, the module that stand out for me is that, that five languages. Because when I click the video, yes, I, I knew what this is about. The five languages from uh, the book, we all knew it. So, but there's a plot twist that we are, we know this one and we're applying it to different people with uh, our family and friends. But there, the plot twist is the five langu- love languages can be applied to our own self. And that really strikes me. What I, what a mind blown <laughs> during that time. So Claudine, you're referring to the five love languages and how we each have the way we communicate with our partners and then also that this is how we should be showing ourselves love. And I actually did a podcast episode on um, love languages. So there, there's definitely one episode on that. But so that was the one that really resonated with you. That's amazing. So what was it like doing the program with other women? Because you guys had like a tribe of women and we would do these group coaching calls for like 90 minutes once a week. 
how did that like help or add value or facilitate your experience? And do you still keep in touch with any from the program? So for me, I like doing it with others just because sometimes they would share something that I can resonate with it. Um, and that's how we connect with each other. And yep, we still do keep in touch after the program. Um, just to let you know, uh, Claudine and I had coffee before I actually uh, moved back overseas. Um, and yeah, I've been keeping in touch with Michelle just this week, which is funny because we didn't know we're doing the podcast together. <laughs> it, was, it was great because I know that I'm not alone on the journey, that everyone is just trying their best, I guess, to love themselves more. Beautiful. For me, it's almost like a girls' night out because we're doing it like every Thursday night. And it's almost like a sacred space and a safe space to be ourselves and move away from the things that we're doing in the middle of the week and talk about uh, the things that are we are struggling with. And you can see in that group the energy that we sort of hold space for each other when someone is struggling. And then we cheer for each other when someone had like a like a very uh, big milestone that happened for them. So it's really nice that we have that element in the program wherein we connect every week just to check in on each other uh, and to really like be connected in the in a different way, in a deeper way actually for during the the whole program. You know that's what actually surprised me a lot, Michelle, is of course, I brought everyone together, right? Because everyone signed up individually from whichever country and part of the world they were coming from. And everyone came together. I don't really think most people, maybe two, three people knew each other, maybe just a little in the program, but pretty much everyone was new to each other. And what was so beautiful is like, everyone bonded really by the first or second session, everyone had really bonded together. And there was such a beautiful energy of supporting each other, cheering each other on and, you know, resonating with each other and, and almost um, sharing stories. And I think that really made the experience so powerful, more than I even expected. Claudine, do you agree? Yes, actually, on the start of the program, I was kind of hesitant. Because I was thinking, oh, I have uh, strangers while doing, <laughs> dealing with my uh, own issue, my private issue, which is uh, loving myself and my um, my relationship. But um, I actually, it was very helpful. It was uh, like a support group, having a support group wherein we have a lot of common that um, if we share, we have questions, we can share it with one another and we guide each other. And then you will feel the comfort that you are not alone with in, in this journey. And yes, we have a group chat and then we uh, chat individually as well. Yeah, you know, even though it's been what almost um, almost two months since the end of the program, I still see a lot of you, you know, posting uplifting comments and memes. And, you know, there's a lot of activity, which is which is really wonderful to see. Now tell me something. Okay. Let's talk about what started to change for you during the program. I know, you know, for each one of you, some exercises were a little bit more challenging. Some were those major breakthrough moments and it's different for every single person. 
And I think that's what was nice is everyone could do it at their own pace, even though we were moving together, right? Because it was every week there was a different module that unlocked and, you know, our coaching calls also had themes. But what actually started to be different for you? Was there a specific exercise or topic that helped you, you know, make a big shift or was there a turning point? Tell me about your experience with that. My turning point. Um, so you know me, Sanaya, from the different courses that I've attended to, right? And I never or would never raise my hand to be a demo in those classes. But for this specific exercise, the inner child exercise, I volunteered myself, let myself be seen and sort of be known to the group in a way that is deeper than what they only like see me on camera. And I felt so vulnerable, but at the same time, very safe in that space, especially when you read me the letter uh, that I wrote for myself. So that was really, I was like crying in front of, in front of um, all of them at the time. So that was, I felt that that was very, um, like a big change for me because I would never, before I would never allow myself to be in that space, like being seen by others, seeing how I struggle and like seeing crying like a whole lot during that moment. So that was one of the turning points um, for me. And the other one probably would be the um, understanding the um, people teaser, the responsible one archetype. As I have mentioned before, when I make decisions, um, the thought process is how it's going to affect others around me or the people around me or the people that I love. It's never about myself. It's never about about how much I want it. And it's always about others. So that changed after the program. So that was uh, the biggest turning points for me. You know, Michelle, like I noticed almost everybody had some point in the program where they got vulnerable and they got emotional. And you're right, it was a very safe space. I made sure, you know, to create that kind of safe energy. And also everybody was there to support each other. And I think it's having that courage to confront how you feel, to understand yourself better, even to the point of allowing yourself to feel emotions that most people have buried or forgotten or like, you know, hidden away from. I think that was what allowed people to get to that, you know, that, that change, that transformation that I saw everyone go through by the end of the program. So I'm really glad you brought that up. How about you, Diane? Yeah, for me, so what started to change uh, within me was I literally judgmental. Because I guess um, there's a tendency for myself to, you know, try and uh, assume what others are going through or anything like that. So I feel that after I just understand people as they are, I also receive that back. You know, I feel less judgmental of myself and it feels so easy. I think I felt that in the middle. And I guess what what um, was a turning point for me was uh, when we're doing that inner child um, exercise and I can't do it live. So I did it as a replay. Funny because, again, I've shared this in the class, but 
the timing of when and what the circumstances of me doing the inner child while boarding a plane, my parents and all those baggages that I have um, upon them just vanished. After that exercise, I realized that I've been holding on for it 29 years of my life and doing that in a plane and understanding that, you know, things just happen. It's, it's fine. And after that, I was more present with them, which I'm very, very happy about. So that was literally the big shift for me. I remember that you shared that in the group, Diane, about how you couldn't make it to that call with the inner child. And of course, everything is recorded. So you had the chance to do it on your own. But I remember you decided you were going to do it on the flight to going to visit your parents. And I was like, wow, this girl is dedicated. She's on a flight and she's going to do the healing exercise on the flight. I was I was pretty, pretty impressed by that. And then you're doing it. Obviously, the flight is full. But you were so committed to doing it. Like it was like, I remember you saying that you weren't really conscious of everyone around you. You were just completely focused in doing the exercise that I designed for you. And you did all that clearing, right? And you did all that healing um, on, on the flight, right? On your own time, right? Using the replay. And when you got to your parents, it's like everything was was resolved. It was cleared. It was done. And you walked back into your relationship with your parents without the baggage that had been, you know, getting in the way of you really, really feeling present and in a good space with your parents. And I, I remember thinking that was amazing. I remember we were all cheering for you because you, you talked about like how you had, you weren't, you hadn't experienced that kind of, you know, feeling safe and comfortable with your parents and like yourself until you had done that exercise. So that was like bravo moment. Okay. Awesome. For me, I noticed that I could feel my energy or my uh, confidence really. And then it's like unlocking a part of me in every module and, uh, like with uh, Diane and Michelle, the one one uh, module that is special for me is the healing my inner child. It's like I it opened a gate for me for myself. You know, I love inner child work because inner child work did so much for me. And I think you know, in each and every one of us, we have that inner child that's seeking love, and and it comes to us to give ourselves the love that we didn't get for some reason or the other. And it's not because our parents didn't love us or whoever was taking care of us didn't love us. It's just we needed to be loved a certain way that at that time was not available to us. Okay. Now, what happened after the program or towards the end of it, you know, you'd done, I remember the first three modules were super intense. There was so much clearing, so much releasing, so much healing. And then by the time we got to the fourth module, we started to play a little bit more, right? It was more about, you know, working on the self-love, self-acceptance, the goddess energy. There was a lot of fun things we were doing. So around that time, fourth, because there are five modules. So I remember around the fourth to the fifth, it started to be a lot more playful, a lot more lighter, more into creation. So from that time and even after the program, tell me what happened. 
Okay. So internally, I want to know what was the difference and how you felt about yourself or your relationship with yourself and externally, what was happening with people around you. So tell me about that. Um, let's start with you, Michelle. Internally, because I discovered uh, in the program how uh, I am a people pleaser and a, um, a the responsible one. So what happens to me is I'm always available <laughs> to anyone. Just even just guys, um, like simple attention would get me, and I would make um, myself very much available for these people. But after that, uh, I think I've mentioned this to you before that I started saying no when things doesn't feel right for me, or if I don't really just want to be in the space with them, or if I really just don't want to. So that I have that capacity now to do that without feeling guilty. Because I think guilt, guilty is one of the sort of the uh, parallel to the people teaser kind of person that you feel guilty if you don't satisfy the other person. Uh, but then I realized that it's just about satisfying myself more than the other person. So that's what happens to me. Um, internally, which is value, not just knowing my self-worth, but expressing and really like radiating out my self-worth. And externally, what happened to me right after the program, um, I don't, yes, I don't used to get a lot of clients after, like before the program, but after the program, I started attracting not just, um, clients, but actually wonderful clients, even with me increasing and like doubling the rate that I used to like ask for. So I was like, what is happening right now? (laughs) I'll tell you what happened, Michelle. Your self-worth skyrocketed. Your value went up. You learned to value yourself. Your self-esteem went up. Your self-worth went up. And because of that, you started deserving more. You believed you deserve more. And you started to create a lot of abundance because if you, you know, if you think highly of yourself in, in a positive way, in a healthy way, then you will attract a lot more abundance because we attract what we think we deserve. Remember that, right? We attract what we think we deserve. And if you think you deserve the world, you will give yourself the world. Right. And so you're not the only one, Michelle. So many people who have done Soulmate Magnet, either as a beta student, a one on one client, or in this program, have told me the same thing like abundance grows, opportunities grow, promotions, you know, lots of possibilities started to come and become a reality. So, yeah, absolutely. But go ahead. I, I, I interrupted what you wanted to say. Yeah. So I was just saying that. I came from a place where I know my worth, but I didn't know like how to value the worth. So now I'm in that like better space of like self-worth. Beautiful. How about you, Claudine? Actually, for me, uh, internally, will you will notice that in every challenges and every day, you will pick up yourself. And then I also learned uh, you, you teach us how to detach on the last um, mojo. And and I learned that. And I 
really uh, apply it in every aspect of my life. And then it actually works. It actually works in every aspect of my life. Um, like example, my schedule, it will settle without doing anything. I just detach myself. It allows me to be more peaceful, to be uh, more not in control, letting it and it will flow. I also, uh, I thought that I love myself that much before doing skincare, going to the gym, but it's different when you have that awareness, that mental awareness of taking care of yourself, doing, uh, things that, that is best for you. That is, um, before loving others, you have to really choose yourself. Similar to Claudine, for me, I was just embracing each step of my journey. I really feel at peace. And even my brothers told me how I'm more relaxed, you know, when I visited my parents and my family. And I'll tell you a, a thing, what hap- what's happening externally. So before, I used to have or initiate crushes. Like I've got lots of who would watch the snow. It's like a long list. <laughs> but after the program, I'd say, I have felt, and this is again controversial, but I know that some men had crushes on me and I can feel it on how they interacted with me and stuff. And it's more about discernment, right? It doesn't mean that I would do anything on it. I just felt that because I've got this deep energy in me, less judgmental, very at peace. I can just feel those kind of thing and how I feel right now. Funny, because after finishing the program, I started a new job. I've graduated on a scholarship. There's like very huge things in my life that happened, which led me to connecting with people who are also at peace with themselves. And it's more of a outer reflection. I am more at peace in myself. I know what I want. And these people that I talk to, I hang out to are the same. So that's kind of like a huge shift of how I feel right now. It's more of every day living it day by day, literally, and not overthinking things because it's going to be fine. (laughs) You know, um, you you hit on a point, Diane, that's something we talk about quite a bit in the program, which is that we attract our tribe, right? That our energy determines who we attract to us. And one of the main, um, you could say, missions or goals of the program is to help you raise your vibration raise your level of energy or your kind of like attraction factor because you end up attracting not only a partner but better friends better you know colleagues your tribe just evolves and you start you know surrounding yourself with people that um you know are just such a pleasure to be around you know you start actually attracting the kind of people you want to be around, right? Because you've changed. You've actually evolved. Your vibration went up. So you started attracting people just like that. And I think that was one of the best things for me when I got my own, got on my own journey and I started doing a lot of inner work and healing. And I noticed, you know, I started attracting different people and that was just so validating that, oh, wow, as I'm going through my own journey and I'm shifting and I'm changing and I'm becoming a better person, I'm also attracting that level of people into my life. 
And you know, that reminds me, Claudine, that I you said in one of our group calls that you had noticed. I remember we did a touch base, right? Like a month after the program or something. And you were talking about how all of a sudden there were so many people being drawn to you, you know? Wasn't that true? Claudine, tell me a little bit more about that. And I know you wanted to add something too. Yes, actually, I asked my mom because I share with uh, I share it with her that I actually joined a program, a love program. And then she told me that I became more joyful. I became um, have passive positive outlook in life, and I really enjoy life more than ever. Amazing, because it's true. When we when we change, then everything around us changes. And when we start to enjoy our life, then we create more of that joy for ourselves and for others. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Now, I'm going to float the same question we started with again. Okay? On a scale of one to 10, right? Now that you guys have all finished the program, we've talked about all these different things that have happened. We've talked about, you know, what has happened for you internally, you know, which uh, exercises really made that change for you. Now, on a scale of one to 10, how confident do you feel now, today, about attracting not only your soulmate, but those right people into your life, those right opportunities, you know, everything you could possibly want. How confident do you feel that you will attract that one right person to you and everything else that you want? One to 10, 10 being the mat, like you are so confident, you're literally flying on confidence. So uh, let's start with Michelle. Oh, definitely flying on confidence right now from where I came from especially with the things that I learned from, from this program and knowing like when things happen, I would know like what to do and like, especially not just what to do, but to trust, to trust that things are happening because it's meant to like to happen. Or there's something up for me in that situation that would benefit me. So this, this definitely, uh, sense of security, right? You would call that like you feel secure and there's a lot yes. of trust, right? I would call that security, trust. It's just a feeling of um, like you're sure. Mm. I agree? Yeah. And supported. I if you are, yeah. If you ask me how confident am I, potentially it's just like knocking on my door right now. <laughs> I remember, Sanaya, you asked me how committed I am before starting the program and I jokingly tell you 11 I laugh but literally that's how I felt too after the program I know the time will come and it's gonna be trusting having faith that it will all work out so I think for me that level of confidence and again it's not me I'm not controlling anything I just know it would happen 
So that feeling is very, it's very deep within me after the program. Diane, I remember you saying in our catch-up call as well, right? You said something about either someone asked you when you're getting married or you felt you're getting something. Was it a dream? Something about marriage was just like all over your space. Tell me about that. What was that again? Tell me that story. Okay. So for that one, um, I had a dream. And again, I have no idea where this dream came from. But the thing is, every time I've got a dream on my intuition, and then I, I think in the middle of the program, I was like, oh, okay, I'm so happy with my friends. They're already getting married. And, you know, even even my my mom's best friend, who was she in her 60s, had remarried. So I was like, wow, this is amazing energy. And I thought, and again, I think this is what you recall, Tanaya, I told myself, I know it would come. How about I try and save a bit, you know, a lot, some of my money to that. And I've got no basis. I just know that because I have worked on myself, it's only a matter of time. So it's like, literally when someone asked me and, you know, people would, would ask like, what's your basis? But I was like, I just feel it. <laughs> and it's, it, it's, it's a resounding energy that, you know what, Diane, just brace yourself. It's going to come. <laughs> and I remember telling you, Diane, that that's when you know, that something is about to happen in your life because you're so confident about it. You're so sure. And it's like, as if it is already happening, you know, and during the course of soulmate magnet, you know, especially a lot of the one-to-ones and this program, a lot of women have started dating, you know, some got married, engaged. I've had women who like, you know, met someone in the middle of the program with me. I've had another, um, another one to like a soulmate magnet client where she was like, she had two men fighting over her. So there've been lots of beautiful stories that have come out of it. And I've noticed with every one of this, the person felt confident and sure and, and just like not worried or not, you know, doubtful is this going to happen for them they just felt like yeah of course it's a matter of time just like you said there was a sense of security and a sense of sureness about it and every time I noticed my client or my student felt that way it was so quick for you know them to move to that next step of attracting their partner so yeah okay I'm looking forward to hearing what happens next for you but um, but we also still have Claudine. So tell us, Claudine. For me, I would rate 10, actually. Um, the touching on the outcome. But um, same with Michelle. I trust I trust that on the right timing of uh, my creator, oh my God, I will find that uh, soulmate. And actually, I have trust issues before the program, right? And I, I asked, um, I, I really have that, um, so much trust issues, commitment issues. I have, um, problem with myself, but here I am. So trusting. <laughs> Amazing. Cause you did the work, right? Claudine, you earned it. You did the work. You knew those were your challenges. And a lot of it also, um, unraveled during the program, like through the exercises, you got clarity on what was your challenge that it was a commitment issue or a trust issue. And those, and of course, like Michelle, you talked about recognizing you're a people pleaser. So each one of you figured out what was happening for you individually. And you did the work. You earned this, right? You, it's not like you just, 
you know, didn't do nothing. It didn't do anything. And then you're going to, you know, you're going to get what you want. You actually took action. You took the steps. You did the inner work. Now, are there any specific lessons, like any major realizations that you had from the program? Okay. That you would like to highlight or you would like to share with whoever's listening in. Like something that you didn't realize until you got into the program and you're like, oh my God, that was just so true. Or I really realized that. So tell me, Diane. Yeah. So for me, um, it's more of really not having any guilt, shame, or, you know, about the past. Because I think a lot of people would think, oh, this should have this shouldn't have happened or I should have done this. I should have these thoughts really, I realized after the program, it doesn't help because it just brings you back to the emotion and it triggers you more. And how I realized that during the program, I felt it's fine. This is my journey to compare it to anyone else aside from me from yesterday, you know, how am I yesterday? Am I, did I work myself better today? Then that's all that matters. And for me, I wouldn't, all my painful experiences from the past and all these breakups, all these dating experiences, I needed to learn from that. I needed to experience that. I would weigh because if not for those, I wouldn't be motivated enough to work on myself and be here speaking to you as a graduate or alumna of the soulmate magnet program. So that is what my big realization is. Yeah. How about you, Claudine? On my part, yes, same with Diana, living on the present moment. And I really have this, um, I learned in this program that the self uh, investing in yourself is the greatest investment that you could ever uh, give to yourself. We invest on other people, we invest on bank <laughs> savings, but investing on yourself is most the most precious one that you could give for yourself. Um, there was a week in the program wherein, at least for me, I tapped into like marriage, uh, my beliefs in um, parenthood, even and motherhood, and then I you know when you get asked like um like about getting married and you would say oh it's okay if it happens and it's okay if it's not and then i know sanaya you said in that week that you're confusing the universe on what to give you because you don't know what you want so when i realized that that's when i like okay i i want to be sure i wanted to be decisive on this cuz um, we can like talk about the universe giving what you want, but it can be in a simpler context. Like if Diane asked me, like, Mitch, what chocolate flavor do you want? And I would say, oh, whatever you give me. But then, which, but she gave me something that I don't really like. What I like is like chocolate ice cream, right? So it's about, it's not about the external things that is like happening to you, but it's you wanting it. And I was talking about this, like how Diane is not just confident in knowing what she wants, but she's she has conviction and very certain as well. That's that's that's, that's what I mentioned about her energy and 
that is something that I that was very profound for me to know because I was very wishy-washy before. Like, oh, it's okay if it happens. It's okay if it's not. But I, I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> you don't get what you want unless you ask for it. I remember saying that to you guys in one of the calls is like, if you want something, then you have to ask for it and be specific. And most of the time we feel like we shouldn't, you know, ask for something and we should just get it. But, you know, the universe cannot read your mind. You actually have to claim to own what you want. So that actually was a brilliant um, point to share. Now we're at the end of the episode and we've, you know, we've talked about quite a few things um, with respect to soulmate magnet. Now tell me, let's kind of, let's uh, end this episode with one last hurrah. What is your biggest takeaway, mantra, or message, your project loving myself message that you want to leave with our listeners, which comes from soulmate magnet? Okay, something short, something sweet that people can remember, but it is your biggest takeaway from Soulmate Magnet. It's kind of like the last question I asked you, but I feel like this is the this is the big bang. This is how we celebrate the entire journey. Go ahead, Claudine. That uh, through ups and downs of life, we should be taking care of ourselves, choosing ourselves. And the primary source of love is, of course, from God, but... Um, it is also from ourselves and from other people, just bonus or secondary. Love that. Absolutely. Because, you know, this podcast is about self-love. And I think that if a life isn't powered by self-love, then it's a life that might feel very, very empty. So thank you for that. Go ahead, Michelle. I think I remembered you saying this in the kickoff that, you are not in a relationship because you weren't allowing yourself to. I remember this. That was the first thing that he said before. And I came into this program. Um, I came into this program like it's as if like I'm trying to find a soulmate. But really what happened is I became the soulmate that I wanted to meet after the program. Wow. Become the soulmate that you want to meet. So become that soulmate first, right? Become your own soulmate. I mean, that's a great sound sound bite right there. And it is something that I truly believe in. All right, go ahead. So for me, if someone, a woman, a man is listening to this podcast or watching this, maybe this is the sign from the universe or from God or from a higher being that, it's time to take accountability and forgive yourself. Because sometimes you point fingers on our circumstances, our parents, our whatever, without realizing that, again, as what's in I had introed, the common, the common theme was us. So if we take accountability now, we can take action by actually first forgiving ourselves. No one is perfect. All your mistakes from the past, maybe it's time to let it go. And you can't do it alone. That's why, again, Mitch, Claudine, and myself are here to actually, there is something out there to help you. And I'm not, I'm not being paid by Sinaya to say this. It's just from personal experience. I realized that I haven't forgiven myself and it's my main block. So when I finally forgave myself and I told, 
And I told, you know, all these memories from the past, I was like, I'm really, really sorry from the pain that I caused. I forgave myself. I can love myself more. So that's my key takeaway. You know, I remember it was one of your ideas. Someone in this, in the group call, I remember said, Sanaya, you should have us on the podcast to talk about what we've been through. It might even be you, Diane. I don't remember who, but someone, it was, yeah, it was you, right, Diane? It was your idea. You're like, Sanaya, you should have us on the podcast. And I'm like, hey, that's actually a really good idea because, you know, the three of you have taken, you and, and the others have taken that Project Loving Myself journey that I keep talking about, that I truly believe in, because I think it is the most important journey, right? Because as I always say, the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have. You can lose everybody, but if you lose yourself, it's very hard to come back from that. So thank you. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Claudine. Thank you, Michelle. I mean, you guys have come on board. I remember asking, well, you know, I remember thinking, that's a great idea. And when I asked, the three of you are like, right away, you're like, oh, we want to do this. So I was like, all right, let's do this. It'll be fun. Let's tell people what we've been up to. I mean, this is what has, you know, really, um, I would say it has, it has become a, a huge huge thing in my life is Soulmate Magnet. It's something I put um, the last eight months into creating something like this. And I was just thinking to myself, right, that Soulmate Magnet personally for me was an incredible achievement. I never thought I could put something like this together. But after the whole Ellen Aderna manifestation and everybody who wanted, you know, to, to have this happen or to, to go through this, I said, I need to put together something where I can help a lot of people at the same time with it. And I went on that quest, you know, I went on that mission and here we are, soulmate magnet, you know, ready, ready for a relationship, ready, ready to attract. Um, and I can see Diane, you're, you're writing in the chat that Michelle told you, you are a manifester and you absolutely did manifest this. So guys, this was all Diane. She manifested this episode, which just goes to show that her manifesting ability is definitely a soulmate magnet um, end, end product or end result. Thank you, ladies, for coming here, for sharing your stories and for allowing me um, to talk about your personal soulmate journeys. I'm going to give the floor to you to say, um, to say hello, to say goodbye, and to share your details if anyone would like to know more. So we'll start with Michelle. Thank you, Sanaya, for, for having us. This, this, this is really a fun conversation to, to have. It's almost as if we're like just having a, having a chat over coffee. Um, but for those who would like to connect to me, um, my, um, Instagram account is the soul, soul, the soul Set Awareness uh, Instagram handle. Uh, for me, uh, yes, also, um, I really wanted to thank you, Sanaya, for doing this. I know this is not an um, easy job uh, on touching um, part of us that is uh, private, but you're doing it for us. And I really want to thank you for this program. And for anyone who wants to uh, connect with me, I'm a Chloe Alfonso on Instagram. I'll just triple down on that to the opportunity. Um, so for me, 
you can connect with me two ways. So first is my personal account. That's Diane, D-Y-A-N, Tolentino with triple O. And Avo Thrives. So it is a project that I am doing for migrant breadwinners to help them, you know, financially empower them with how they handle their money. So these are overseas. This is a huge dream of mine. So if you'd like to follow that, I'm based in Brisbane, Australia. Follow us at Avo Thrive, A-V-O. T-H-R-I-V-E. Thanks. Lots of love, guys. Bye-bye. Did you get any realizations from this episode? Did anything strike a chord? If you're ready to get out of the relationship sinkhole and become the kind of person who can find your soulmate, then join me in the Soulmate Magnet program. The next program starts September 25 until November 17th. You'll find everything you need to know on bit.ly slash soulmate magnet program. You'll find the link in the description too. You can get on this link to book a manifest love discovery call with me to learn more. Join the tribe by following at Project Loving Myself podcast and at Sanaya Gurnamal. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with your single gals who are always in the wrong relationships or in none at all so they can become soulmate magnets too. In quotes today is the very original Project Loving Myself quote. The most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. You matter. Thank you for joining me today on Project Loving Myself, the ultimate self-love journey. Until next time, you are loved. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and powered by Pod Machine. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.